Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Again. I'm back at it again, man. Listen. Your boy's fired up tonight, okay? Your boy is fired up. The New York Jets have made some moves, okay? We signed Dalvin Cook. We're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about the Jets, uh, you know, recent preseason game against the Panthers. Boy, oh, boy, that ought to discuss when it comes to that situation. We're also going to be talking about the Jets' recent training camp practice as well. We're going to touch on that quite a bit. And so uh, we got a lot to talk about. Listen, the lines are open, 515-602-9639. Again, 515 515- Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in again. When you call in, be patient. The lines are hot. We're going to get to everyone. Okay, trust. We're getting to everybody. All right. Time to go ahead and get into the show. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone, go on Facebook. Search the Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. All right. Now, listen. Your boy's also on iTunes as well. Okay. Go on over to iTunes, okay, type in The Long Beach Joe Show, subscribe to the podcast there, and leave your boy a five-star rating, all right? Leave me a five-star rating. Also, leave me some feedback. Let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing here. I truly appreciate that from y'all. I love uh, seeing the feedback and everybody enjoying the show. I'm also on Blog Talk Radio as well, okay? Blog Talk Radio backslash Long Beach Joe Show. I appreciate everybody that checks me out through that as well. A lot of people checking me out from all over the place. Salute and respect, uh, if I don't say it enough, to everybody from overseas that be hitting your boy up, whether it be Germany, the Middle East, Australia. I got people hitting me up from Canada, people hitting me up from the U.K. Salute and respect to everybody that listens to me, period, but especially, you know, those that are across the pond. I truly appreciate y'all, and I appreciate y'all enjoying my show, all right? I really, really do means the world to me. I'm always shocked when people so far away from where I am are listening to your boy, okay? I'm also on Twitter as well, okay? Go on over to Twitter, type in, okay? Type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe, okay? Type in at the Long Beach Joe, and uh, follow your boy on Twitter. I'll follow you right back. Let's go back and forth. And also, for those of you that may not know, I'll be live on YouTube. Okay? Listen, we do the radio show live. I put live content up. A lot of people don't know that. And they'll listen to the show, and then they'll run into my YouTube, okay, and be like, whoa, Joe, I didn't know that you was live. I didn't know that we had all these things moving and shaking, things going on, stuff happening. I'm shocked. I go, yeah. You know, your boy goes live. We go live for every show, and we have a lot of fun. You know, the ladies is like, Joe, listen, you look good, baby. You know, we didn't know that you looked that good. We enjoyed listening to the show, enjoyed the takes, but we didn't know that you were so handsome. And I always say, thank you, ladies. You know, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm not an arrogant guy. I just work with what I have, you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate all the love. So for those of you that may not know, okay, come on over to YouTube, okay? Type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell, 
So when I post content, you'll be in the know. Also, give the videos a thumbs up. Share them across your social media with your friends and your family, but just know that when you come over here and we're doing these lives, you're going to have to meet the savages. That's my chat. I call my chat the savages. You want to know why? Bro, they savage. Telling you, straight savage, man. Straight savage, all right? Listen, nobody is safe. Nobody is, not even me. If they don't like your take, they're going to let you know, okay? They're going to let you know. So when you come on by, you know, get involved with them. They go back and forth. And, again, savages, salutes and respect to you. We will come to y'all throughout the show. Put your comments. Put your questions in there as well. We'll come to you folks in between the calls. Keep in mind I'm one man, though, okay? I'm one man. But I will come to y'all, and I appreciate all the savages in the chat. GM, Jets, Mess, Mess, I see you. What's going on? Dakota, Christopher Phillips, salutes. All right? I see y'all. And now it's time to get into it, okay? We got a lot to discuss. I'm going to go as quickly as possible. Again, everybody, 515-602-9639 is the number. The lines are open when you call in new callers. Be patient. We will get to everybody. I just got to quickly cover these topics, and then we're going to get to the lines. And I want to hear from y'all folks because there's so much going on right now uh, with the New York Jets and everything that's happening. So for those of you that may not know or have been under a rock, (laughs) the New York Jets has signed Dalvin Cook. Oh, shit. It's official. It's official. Dalvin Cook is a New York Jet, right? Dalvin Cook signed with the Jets for $8.6 million. That's what the deal is up to, and it's a one-year deal, all right? Now, here's the deal. When I heard about this situation, I was like, okay, awesome. It's a great addition. You know, he's a guy, he's a playmaker. He's a dynamic weapon here. He can come here and do a lot of different things for us, right? Still a solid running back. Of course, we know that he's coming off of that shoulder surgery. Still a little bit of time. He's trying to heal up from that still. I think he's like a couple weeks away, maybe a week away or something like that from healing up from that surgery. And so, you know, this is a good, good deal for the New York Jets offense gives us another weapon. Also, when you look at this deal as well, it's no long-term commitment there. Okay, it's a one-year deal. We're continuing to move forward. And what this does for the Jets is it really allows them to, to allow Brees to really just work himself back in slowly, okay? I know that there's a lot of talk about Brees, and we'll be getting into that in just a second when we speak about the Jets' trainer camp today training camp practice. But when you look at the situation with Brees' knee, right, you got to wonder, hey, do you want to push this kid out there, you know, week one if he's not really ready? I don't want to see him on that field until he's 100% ready to go. And even then, coming back from the ACL is tough, okay? It's tough. And I get into it with a lot of Jets fans, okay? I've gone back and forth. I truly enjoy the banter. I love the discussion, all right? I love to go back and forth having the mental joust, but here's the deal, all right? Everybody throws out, well, Adrian Peterson did it. Or, whoa, 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 stop, okay? Not everybody is Adrian Peterson, okay? <laughs> Let's slow down, all right? Different people's bodies react differently to different injuries, okay? And so when I look at it, I do not want to see Brees put out on that field until it's 100% ready to go and ready to allow things to happen. Now, also, when you look at it, even if he's ready just to get out there, is he really ready to carry the load? That's something else I think the New York Jets are looking at, okay? So with 
Dalvin Cook now here. Listen, Cook, Carter, Izzy, that's going to be a deadly trio. And, again, we'll see how many backs they keep. You know, Bam, we saw flashes from him last season as well. He's been looking pretty solid in camp too. That's a deadly, deadly backfield. And, again, when Brees is fully ready and ready to go, boy, yo, boy, you put Brees into that mix, that running back rotation is monstrous. <laughs> so Dalvin Cook is here. You know, and we're going to be discussing that tonight as well. I'm excited about it. I know there were some Jets fans talking about, oh, it's an overpay, $8.6 million. Right, stop. Stop. I don't have a problem with it. It's a one-year deal. After this year, he's off the books. It's going to be said and done. Okay? But we'll be discussing that tonight because there were some Jets fans that I talked to that did not like the signing. Okay? Now I want to talk to you folks about Jets Panthers. Okay? We're going to give a little recap here. All right? Now, I want to start with the Jets' offense. Listen, Zach Wilson was very solid in this game. And I really like some of the things that I saw out of him. He got the ball out of his hands quickly. A lot of quick decision-making as well. And that was one of the things that impressed me the most because what do we know about Zach? Or what did we know about Zach? That one of his biggest issues last season was figuring out where to go with the football lickety-split. He was holding on to the ball way too darn long last season. Way too long, right? He wasn't recognizing what the defenses were doing or what they were trying to do against him, and that would often cause problems. Balls would come out late behind guys all over the place, right? Well, in this game against the Panthers, he was getting out of quickly. Quick decision-making, immediate stuff. He was dropped back. Oh, I'm letting the ball go. Oh, I'm finding Michael Carter. Oh, I'm finding C.J. Uzama. Oh, I'm finding Kenny Yaboa. I'm getting rid of this thing as soon as possible. And so that was something I really, really liked out of him. Again, he was 14 to 20, 123 yards on the ball. He led two field goal drives, also had a touchdown as well to Yaboa. You know, so things were looking really good. And this was a nice show of growth, okay? You can clearly see that Aaron Rodgers is having quite an impression on him. Aaron Rodgers is definitely rubbing off on Zach Wilson. Another thing that I really liked in Zach as well in his play is it truly seems like his confidence, you can just see he's just exuding confidence within his play. He's so sure of himself. He's so sure of himself and his play within the scheme. He's so sure of what to do that he's just – he's not even thinking. He's going out there, oh, dissecting what's happening and letting it go. And that's big as well because what was the biggest – one of the biggest issues with Zach last year as well was that he was extremely unconfident. He looked like a beaten man last year. And they talked about it. Even Sulla talked about it, how his confidence was just shot. He was so just all over the place. He didn't know what to do. He looked mentally broken. Last season, it looked like if Zach could just crawl into a hole and go back to a regular life and no one ever remembered that he played football, he would have done it. <laughs> if he could have snapped his fingers last season, especially after that Patriot game, snapped his fingers and said, oh, you know, I'll just go back and, you know, be a plumber, <laughs> okay, in Springfield. Nobody will remember me. He probably would have done it, okay? Okay? He probably would have done that. It's looking like, again, Zach Wilson, his confidence is growing. He's looking very confident within the scheme. And he's out there really playing solidly. And let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Right now, and I want to hear from y'all, to me it looks like Zach Wilson is in the lead for that number two quarterback spot. That's how it's looking to me. Let me know, savages in the chat. Callers will be talking about that as well. Of course, the running backs look solid. Now, this was before, again, Dalvin Cook signed, but Michael Carter looked really, really good. Man, he was looking powerful, shifty. 
handed him the running, handed him the ball. He was running all over the place in the running game. Four of nineteen in carries, uh, four carries for nineteen yards. Excuse me. He was also, you know, breaking tackles in the passing game. He was working as well. Two catches, thirty-four yards. I remember a lot of people talking about trading him. I remember that. All right. Now you know your boy's a big Michael Carter fan. I'll tell you what, he's looking, uh, he's looking prepped and ready to go into the season. Looking ready to go. All right. And like I told y'all, and I'm gonna keep saying this. Don't forget it. It's where you heard it first. That boy, Michael Carter, in the passing game is going to be something for defenses to deal with. You got Garrett Wilson. You got Lazard. You got Miko Hartman. Maybe we put a tight end out there, C.J. Uzama, somebody out there, right? And then you got old Michael Carter just in the backfield. Aaron Rodgers looks around, makes an audible, changes to a different play, and Michael Carter will be leaking out into the flats all by himself. And let me tell you something. Michael Carter with space in front of him to make something happen, <laughs> boy, oh boy, you're going to get cooked. You're going to absolutely get cooked. That is not something that you want to see if you are a defender, okay? He'll make you look crazy. Here we go. I'm talking crazy, okay? So, uh, you know, I'm just saying. It's going to be interesting to see what happens this season again. This was before the addition of Dalvin. But even with Dalvin here, again, we're getting even more deadly. I thought Knight looked good as well. He had a fumble that got called back. That, that fumble was not a fumble. It was a bunch of nonsense, right? But, of course, we were able to get the ball back. Izzy was impressive as well. 12 rushes, 56 yards. He also had a 26-yard run that could have been a TD, but it got brought back. It was downed at the one. He looked really, really good, really good. I'm also I'm been very impressed by uh, Israel Adabetakanda, very very solid. Also, when you look at the the performance of the O line, all right, they looked all right. They looked all right. Now keep in mind, the uh, Panthers did not play Burns. Okay, Brian Burns, we all know what he brings to the table. They didn't have him on the field. They didn't have a couple other guys as well on defense on the field. But we did see Becton, Makai Becton played 27 snaps. That's up from seven against the Browns, and he looked really, really good. He looked really good. Uh, even Sella talked about, you know, him getting out there and, you know, playing and looking solid. And even when, you know, he was trying to pull Becton, you know, Becton told him, hey, I want to keep going. I want to, And they just said, hey, well, we got to shut it down. But he continues to show these positive signs. And, again, he looked really solid out there, especially in the running game, very physical. Now, there was one play – where there was a sack let up. I'm not sure if it was him or not because it looked like he was going to seal the edge. It looked like the guard should have came over and grabbed the guy, but a lot of people are crediting him with that sack. That's fine, right? But Makai Becton looked really, really good. But, again, keep in mind there was no Brian Burns out there. But Makai has continued to look phenomenal. There's been a lot of talk about him, and it's about time that Makai Becton start practicing with the ones, okay? Put him out there at left tackle. He needs to be the starter. Okay, so we'll see what happens going forward with him. Again, the Jets' defense was phenomenal as well. They stole the show. <laughs> they stole the show. Let me tell you something. Oh, man, <laughs> I would not want to be, okay, I would not want to be an opposing quarterback facing the Jets' defense. That is not what I'll, that is not a space that I would want to be in, all right? No, thank you. No, thank you, okay? This Jets front four, 
was just absolutely dominating, causing wreaking havoc up front, causing all types of problems, okay? Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, okay, the Jets didn't even have all of, like, their star or all their starting pass rushers in, all their starting defensive linemen. No Quentin Williams, no, you know, no Carl Lawson. We can keep going. We didn't have all of our guys out there. But the guys that we did have out there, now, again, they were playing against the Panthers' starting offensive line. They were completely dominating them. One of the guys that just showed up and showed out, boy, oh, boy, was Jermaine Johnson. My God. (laughs) I told y'all, bro, that boy Jermaine Johnson is taking the next step this year. He is unbelievable. I'm talking about putting the moves on, people getting around. He hit Bryce Young, rookie quarterback with the Panthers. That kid's gonna be that kid is talented. He's gonna be solid in this league. He hit Bryce Young with a shot that put him on his keister. Okay? Put him right on his keister. Welcome to the NFL, rookie. All right. But our defensive front mauled the Panthers offensive line and mauled Young and Corral as well, the other quarterback they have pretty much all night long, all right? Jermaine Johnson did his business. Huff looked solid out there. Will McDonald continues to show explosive ability. He plays so physical and he's so fast. He had a sack as well on the night. I'm really excited to see that kid. Oh, man, he's going to be something else to deal with this upcoming season. Quinnen Jefferson, again, a guy that we just recently signed. I don't feel he's talked about enough. He looked really good. He got himself a sack out there. Hector a defensive lineman we just, you know, brought into the building. He got a sack, too. I mean, these guys were just all over the place against the Panthers. The Jets' defensive line went stupid, okay, went stupid against the Panthers' offensive line, and it was a beauty to see because pass rush matters in this league. We're talking about winning the Super Bowl. Right now it goes through Kansas City, okay? If you cannot chase Patrick Mahomes down, if you can't get some rush on Patrick Mahomes and take care of business, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. And we can do that. And not sending blitzes. We can get pressure with our front four. And never mind just Patrick Mahomes. What about all the other myriad of great quarterbacks we have in the AFC? Right? Deshaun Watson, Herbert, all these guys. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. We can keep going on with the names. Okay? We have to be able to get after the quarterback in the NFL. You have to be able to get after the quarterback if you want to ascend in this league. Okay? And this Jets pass rushing group is deep. Keep in mind, (laughs) the Eagles, 70 sacks. Second to that was the Kansas City Chiefs. I believe they had 55. There's no wonder that those teams have been in Super Bowls recently. All right? No wonders. But we're going to be talking about that tonight. Now, my final – well, before I get to my final statement, our special teams look good as well. Greg Zerline continues to impress. He looks like he's ready for the season. He was 2-2, longest field goal is 47 yards. That matters because special teams can win you games. Patriots won Super Bowls. We know. We watched it. Vinatieri, <laughs> he was kicking rings all over the place, right? And we also know the New York Jets have struggled, particularly at the kicker position, for years. Once we let Jason Myers out the door, oh, it's been a mess. <laughs> it's been a mess. Okay. Also, Morstead was very solid with the punting, and I was really impressed as well with Gibson. 
you know, that guy continues to put some quality returns together, okay? It's going to be very interesting to see what happens going forward with him attempting to make the roster if that's something that actually gets him a spot. Now you look at the New York Jets training camp practice today. It's the final thing we're going to talk about. We're going to get to the Lions next, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 number. Call in again. Callers, hold on. New callers, be patient. We'll get to everybody. Trust. Going to go through this in like two minutes. Now today, listen, start with the offense. It was rough. Aaron Rodgers had a rough day today, all right? Threw an interception to Whitehead. There was a bunch of incompletions. Right? Things just looked off. He also tweaked his good calf. We know that he dealt with a calf, you know, situation earlier uh, in the offseason. He tweaked his other calf. We know he's also had some issues. Uh, he got his pinky toe stepped on, you know. So that definitely impacted his play today. So he had a rough day out there. Zach Wilson looked good, though. You know, Zach Wilson went out there, controlled the ball really well, made some solid throws. You look at the running back situation, for those of you that may not know, Brees Hall, he's been activated off the play. That boy's been activated. He was at practice, um, and he talked quite a bit about a lot of different things. One of the things he said is that he feels like he'll be ready for week one. He thinks he'll be ready to go, and that's very interesting to say. But he also, again, followed it up with, you know, we'll, it's up to the coaches and how they feel going in there, you know, with his knee. We'll see what happens. But they're going to do the best thing for him, you know, and the team. They're going to do. He was also, okay, he was also asked about Dalvin Cook. We know that they, again, just brought in Dalvin Cook, right? He was asked about Dalvin Cook, and he gave an amazing, very mature response. And I want you folks to hear what Brees had to say when asked about Dalvin Cook coming into the New York Jets, and if it would diminish the role of Brees Hall. Here's what Dalvin had to say. Now, very, very mature, okay? Now, what's crazy about that is I remember that there was a point in time where Jets fans were talking about, hey, you don't want to do this. You want to bring in a running back. I'm telling you, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, they're going to go crazy. There was a lot of talk surrounding, you know, Brees Hall possibly being upset with the New York Jets. There was people talking about it on social media, right? Oh, Brees Hall's going to be upset. Brees Hall is upset with the Jets because they're thinking about Dalvin Cook. He just answered that question and told you very maturely, hey, look, he's another great guy bringing it into the locker room. We're going to continue to push. It's going to make us better. We're going to become competitors. We're going to become better competitors, and we're going to push each other. So there's not going to be any beef with Dalvin Cook coming here. He's coming into the fold. He's coming in here. And he's going to be helping the New York Jets produce and push forward to hopefully win it all, right? So that kind of put that to bed. Michael Carter also, you know, gave a very mature response as well to the situation. And he also said, hey, you know, last year, you know, I, I've definitely grown from last year. I'm not as, as, as quick to emotionally respond. Uh, you know, if, if you would have asked me, <laughs> if you would have sat me down last year after if they made a move and Brees Hall would have been brought in, then I would have, you know, said, hey, I don't even want to talk to y'all. Because he, and he also acknowledged how tough the New York media can be. But uh, he said, you know, hey, we're going to continue to move forward. 
And he also said that Coach Sulla had called him, had called him to let him know that the Jets were making that move and that he appreciated that because Coach didn't have to do it. So all the talks about them possibly beefing and this causing a rift, right, that people were trying to drum up along social media, all that has been put to bed, all right? All of that has been put to bed, okay? They're going to come in. They're going to work together. They're going to work hard. And, again, they're all Jets, okay? Regardless of how Dalvin Cook got here, signed, whatever, listen, they're all Jets. And we're coming here all for one goal to push and try to win it all, all right? Also, okay, Michael Carter looked very solid out there in practice as well, did his thing. The New York Jets offensive line continues to sputter along, all right? It was a tough day for the line. Max Mitchell had a back issue early, so he kind of got pulled. He, able, he was able to come back and do some special team stuff, uh, but he's, you know, dealing with that. ATV was not out there. He's dealing with an ankle injury, so we'll keep our eyes on that going forward. Tipman was in there with the first team, okay? Listen, that boy Tipman out there doing his thing, he's going to be rotating with Connor McGovern to now take first-team snaps. He went from the third team to the first team. Very interesting. We'll be talking about that tonight as well. All right? And Becton also got out there at left tackle, worked with Rodgers today. All right? So we're going to see if that continues on as well. Like I said, I want to see Becton really go out there and take a lot of the first-team reps or take all of the first-team reps at left tackle. We'll see what happens going forward. A lot of reporters out there talking that, again, even with the offensive line struggling, Makai Becton, clearly is out there looking like the best tackle, better than Max Mitchell, better than Turner, okay, and he's looked like that the last couple and in the games as well, all right? Also, the defense had a solid day. JFM had a great day at practice. John Franklin Myers putting pressure, doing his thing. Quincy Carter, or excuse me, Quincy Williams and Michael Carter, the second as well, you know, they made plays too, and of course, we talked about Whitehead having that interception. So, we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking our callers. I can talk all day, but I don't want to. I want to talk to the people. I want to get to y'all. The lines are hot, okay? Again, be patient. We're going to get to everybody. Trust, okay? Chris, we were going to come to you. Call back in, Chris. We're going to get to you. All right, listen, wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed already, and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you will be in the know, okay? For those of you that are new to my content, please do not call into my show unless you have a good signal so I'll be able to hear you. Also, when you call in, just know there is no cursing on my show. Don't call into my show cursing, all right, because I get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than I got Jamal Adams out of here. That was Damn, that was fast. Y'all remember him? <laughs> Y'all remember Jamal Adams? That's crazy. <laughs> People celebrating him being gone now. I'm excited, you know. He's up out of here. You know what I'm saying? He is up out of here. So uh, <laughs> please don't call into my show cursing, all right? Also, give the video, again, a thumbs up. If you want to hit uh, the Super Chat, it's greatly appreciated. you want to hit the Cash App, that's greatly appreciated as well. So, We'll get to these calls again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. First caller I'm going to get to, okay, because the lines are cooking, all right? They are cooking. I'm going to get to my guy, Jason. Jason, I'm coming directly to you. 973 will come to you. 718 will come to you as well. But we got to get to Jason. 
Listen, Jason Salutes, I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know Jason, oh, he's a savage, man. Straight savage. Listen, Jason, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Dalvin Cook is now a New York Jet. Tell me how you're feeling about it. Well, to be honest, man, I'm happy that he's on this team now because all those Dolphins fans were talking, that talk was saying, oh, he was using the Jets to get more money from the Dolphins. Oh, he doesn't want to go to yeah. the, the Jets. He wants to come down to Miami and be a Dolphin. And just mm-hmm. watching them have to walk that shame is funny. It's amazing. I love it right now. It's so great. <laughs> that now all these people have to have to not backtrack because now they don't not only did they get get the guy they want, now they're trying to say he's overweighted now, which is even more funny. I even though and um I like our guys in the group, but having two number one is gonna be a great foot it's gonna be great. I can't wait for the season. Yeah, it is. I'm hyped as well. Again, I think, you know, him, Carter having that one two punch is going to be phenomenal. But I was speaking with a lot of Jets fans, and some people just felt like we overpaid $8.6 million for one year. What were your thoughts about the contract? I don't think we overpaid at all. I think it's a, it's a decent deal. There's no long-term commitment. Give me your thoughts on that. Well, here's the best thing. It's only for one year. So, even, so, if, it, it, so if it does work, if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter because you won't be here next year. It's a perfect time. Mm-hmm. And not only that, Bryce Hall is coming back from injury. This sets it up mm-hmm. perfectly so we don't have to rush Bryce Hall back. So we can probably maybe mm-hmm. try to save him for the second half of the season so then he's fresher. And only that, this helps us with so much depth that if somehow mm-hmm. um, if, if we had injury in the running back room, this should cover us mm-hmm. now so then we don't have to worry about yeah. it. I, this, is, this helps us in so many ways. I just don't see how I understand we may be overpaid so much, but it's only for one year. We get the money back yeah. next year, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that you touched on as well when you were speaking about Brees Hall, of course we know that he just got activated off the pup. I think that this move is really going to help kind of work him into the situation. Give me your thoughts on the mature response that he gave. Because for a while, right, there was a lot of people on social media trying to, trying to drub up this situation, saying that Brees and Michael Carter would be upset if the Jets actually made a move and got Cook and that it would be a lot of issues and cause a lot of problems. When we saw, we heard from Brees and Michael Carter saying, hey, look, this guy's going to come in. We heard Brees Carter, uh, Brees Hall, excuse me, just kind of say, hey, look, this guy's being brought into the fold. He's here. He's another good guy in the room, and he's going to make us better. We're going to make each other better, and we're we'll continue to move. Give me your thoughts on how all of that being drubbed up about them possibly having an issue with the Jets bringing in Cook has guilt, have, have been killed boss. Give me your thoughts about that. Well, to be honest, um, I have to give my calls to Coach Sella. He um, he called Michael Call and tell him, hey, you know, we're gonna sign him, you know, and let him know. And you know, mm-hmm. just from this, just to let him know, you know, don't let him be blindsided. That's the, just that's a, that's a mature thing, you know. And again, this is this is only for one year thing. So after this year, mm-hmm. he goes back to his second year. So this helps him develop, help him. He can focus on just getting better and just focus on himself for next year to make Carter better for hopefully the future. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about this situation. 
with the Jets and that Panthers, we kind of recap it with you. What do you think was like the most impressive thing you saw on offense? I mean, were you impressed by Zach Wilson? Were you impressed by Michael Carter? Did you like what you saw from Mekhi Becton? Give me your thoughts on that performance from the offense against the Panthers. Well, to be honest, I I was more happy with um, Kidman, uh, center. It seems like he's going up. And, again, today we heard that he got number one. He got snaps for the first team. Hopefully now mm-hmm. he stays at that place and hopefully he becomes the center that we all wanted to see and hopefully he becomes mm-hmm. the center that can move us forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited for him as well. I thought he did some good things, but what are your thoughts about Zach Wilson and the confidence that we saw him play with? He was getting the ball out of his hands so quickly. How did you feel about what he was able to do against the Panthers? I I believe he did very well. He was able to move the ball a bit down the field. He was able to get a touchdown. I was excited for him for that. I just want to mm-hmm. see him just keep improving and just focus on just improving himself and just and just focus on that. Sorry. Yeah. So my final question before I let you go, Jason, listen, the New York Jets training camp practice today, the offensive line had a tough day. Aaron Rodgers had a tough day as well. The offense as a whole had a tough day. But, again, we continue to hear about Makai Becton and the work he's doing out there at tackle and that he's looking phenomenal, man. Give me your thoughts about this offensive line, and is this a concern as the offseason continues to play out for you? Well, to be honest, it's not a concern yet because we keep switching players. We don't – it's hard for us to have – it's hard to be good when you keep switching players in and out of the world. I think so. what he needs to do, he needs to say, you know what, just put the best five out there for right now. And when we mm-hmm. think, like, if Brown comes in for last tackle, when he's ready to come in and start, then we plug him in. But these people mm-hmm. need to, these, this line needs to just stay in one just needs to stay and just go from there and build on it. Once we do yep. that, I think this whole fit the line will get better. Just we need to stop switching people out. No, yeah, you're talking fire. I mean, we'll see what happens continuing to go forward. Again, Dwayne Brown is not off the pup yet. I know a lot of people are talking about the line and things switching up. Dwayne Brown's not off the pup. I know that there's talk that he'll be ready for week one, but he ain't back yet. We'll see what happens going forward. But uh, if Beckton's out there right now at left tackle, right, we're going to see what happens going forward. But right tackle's a big question. Max Mitchell's been up and down. Then you got Billy Turner who's been up and down too. There could be more movement coming ahead again. We've got to see what happens what's going on with ATV as well. He's dealing with that ankle injury. We'll see when he gets back. So a lot of things moving and shaking. But Tittman, going from third team to first team, is going to be very interesting because that was a kid that a lot of people, including myself, had pegged to grab that starting center position. So before I let you go, Jason, quickly, we've got an upcoming game against Tampa Bay, man. What are you going to be looking at? What are some of the players or player that you're going to be keeping your eyes on? Um, I'd just be focusing on this D line, how it's gonna be, it's gonna be decimated. We just saw it in mm-hmm. Panthers, how they just killed, it almost killed the QB. But mm-hmm. um, just to be able to look at O line and see how they do against um, this new this um, this new team defensive line, and hopefully they mm-hmm. can do better. Yeah, I hope they do. Listen, they were phenomenal against the Panthers. Listen, Jason, I gotta slide off. I got other callers. Next time you call, next time I have a show, I want you to call in. All right, I love talking to you. We do, man. Get up, let's go. Absolutely, let's get it. Hey! 
We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, if you're watching me, no matter where you're watching me from, please subscribe. Hit that notification bell so on our post content you'll be in the know. Also, hit that notif- again, hit that notification bell so that when I post content you'll be in the know. Also, give the stream a thumbs up and share it across social media with your friends and your family. Next caller we're going to is my guy from 973. We're coming directly to 973. Phenom, Val, other callers as well. Hold on. We'll get to you in a second. 973, we're coming directly to you. Salute to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Dalvin Cook is now a New York Jet. Give me your thoughts about the Jets signing him. How are you feeling about it? Good move right there. I mean, we, we can we can use that. I think we'll be missing. I'm not too sold still yet on, of course, uh, Wilson. I mean, he, he worries me a bit, and to be honest. You know, are you talking season, about Zach Wilson? Yes. Okay. You know, I'm still still, still well, worried about him. But with Cook, yeah, yeah of course. I think, like, maybe that's I, I think what we're seeing better. from Zach Wilson so far, right? And, and again, uh, Dalvin Cook being yeah. brought into the building, I think is phenomenal. But Zach Wilson, what we're seeing out of him so far, and again, this is just preseason, he's looking like a guy that's working on taking that next step. What we saw from Zach in the last game, quickly getting the ball out of his hands, making quick decisions, he's gaining that confidence. He's a guy that's working himself back into the situation. So, of course, we all know that as long as Aaron Rodgers is here, Zach Wilson will be in the back seat. But at some point, right, when Aaron Rodgers is gone, I think the Jets are going to give him a chance to get back into that driver's seat and see what he brings to the table. And even Aaron Rodgers himself has talked about how, hey, I'm here to help this young kid along. So I think that's what it's about. But continue to go along. Give me your thoughts yeah. about Zach Wilson. I mean, you know, Zach, you know, he's he's kind of injury prone. And, you know, if it wasn't for that, maybe he would have had, you know, a better year last year. When he got injured, you know, that uh, – our hopes came crashing down. If you're going to have somebody back him up, you got to go. You have to go with Mike White, you know, because chances are I think he is going to get hurt again. Well, I, listen, so, last last off season, last off season when he did get hurt in the preseason, but Mike White is gone. He's now a Miami Dolphin. But they did bring in yeah. Boyle, a guy that's extremely uh, knowledgeable about the situation. Worked with Aaron Rodgers with the Packers and also worked with Nathaniel Hackett. So, you know, going forward, but to me, in my personal opinion, the way that Zach Wilson has looked so far, I think that he's actually going to end up being the number two quarterback, right? I think he's going to be the number two quarterback. Of course, Aaron Rodgers, we know, is undoubtedly the starter, but uh, I think that Zach's going to be the backup. So my next question for you, my friend, because you're talking that talk, give me your thoughts about this Jets defense and the way that they looked against the Panthers. I mean, were you shocked by the dominance from Jermaine Johnson, Huff, and Will McDonald? Yeah, I kind of was. I didn't, I didn't expect it. I mean, I thought maybe we would get a win and do better than we did in our first game, which we should have won. But uh, that Jet mm-hmm. defense, you know, really stepped up because that's what we've been lacking, you know, all this time. So, mm-hmm. you know, with with that, if they can keep up with that, yeah, they can be very competitive in this. Because I was not mm-hmm. I was not happy with the defense last year whatsoever. That was our, yeah. that was our weakest spot. You think the defense was the weakness of the New York Jets last season? I thought it, I thought it was. But again, that's been really? a for several years now. That's been a for several years now. What? Yeah. Bro, what are you talking about, man? The New, York Jets defense was, the New York Jets defense was ranked fourth overall last season. The defense yeah. literally carried the team all season. The offense was what stunk. The offense had big-time issues. They couldn't score. They couldn't finish in the red zone. There was nothing that they could do there. 
But the defense is what carried us. You watch any of those games, believe me, it was the defense that was handling business. But, uh, you know, hey, that's your take, and I respect it. So before I let you go, all right, my final yes. question, you got Tampa Bay coming up. We all know that. What is a player that you're going to mm-hmm. be keeping your eyes on in this upcoming preseason game that you really want to see have a solid performance? Well, you can't really tell by preseason, but, you know, I'm so anxious to see what, you know, our our new our new players are going to do. I do I do expect to win here. Oh, this Tampa is not the same thing since uh, TB12, of course. So I'm thinking it's gonna I think it's gonna be a very hard fought game. I think we're still gonna get a win here. And like I said, if the defense holds up. You know, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting game and very interesting season at that. Okay, listen. I want to thank you for calling in. It was phenomenal to speak with you. We're gonna to continue to get to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine five one five. 602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. I mean, he said, you know, the Jets' defense sucks. Just smoking now. crack. Stop. I don't know. You know, I'm just saying. They were fourth overall ranked defense last season. They literally carried this football team. They carried, they carried it. Our time of possession was so awful offensively last year. It was terrible. It was terrible. Anybody remember that game against the Vikings? Six red zone trips. I think they only scored once. <laughs> once in the red zone. And the defense just kept us in the game. The defense was so great last year, okay? The Jets had a chance with six games left in the season, even though our offense could not finish and we, we couldn't handle business. I think we were near the bottom of the league in scoring, near the bottom of the league in finishing in the red zone. We had six. Six games left. Win one of them, you're in the playoffs. My God, we went six games and lost all of them. <laughs> we lost all of them. And in three of them, we couldn't even score a touchdown. Oh I'm sorry, I'm going to flush it, all right? I gotta flush that. We we, we gotta step it up, and that's why getting Aaron Rodgers in this building is so extremely important, right? Because with a Rod in here, we're gonna be up in a lot of these games. I personally believe it happens. We're gonna get back to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is number. Call in next. We're going to go to Phenom, okay? Phenom, we're coming directly to you. Chris, Val, 631, we'll come to you all. My new callers, be patient. Trust we will get to you, okay? (laughs) We're going to go to Phenom, all right? But before we let Phenom get going, okay, just know, Phenom, savage. (laughs) Phenom salutes. I'm going Back and forth with a lot of people, a lot of things moving and shaking, people calling in saying the defense stunk last year. I'm <laughs> listening to Michael. Can you believe that? Hey, Joe, how, uh, how's the summer? How's the summer? <laughs> it's been wonderful. It's oh, been man, wonderful come on, man. This, this, is like, this is like Christmas in August. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I've, been, I've been doing my due diligence. I've been out to training camp, wonderful experience. Defensive line looked good. Offensive line was yeah. a work in progress, as we all know. But this season, mm-hmm. we have to trust our eyes. We really do. Mm-hmm. Like, we've got a lot of um, 
information, and we saw Dalvin Cook at jet practices a lot, and that was a sign that he may be coming, and then we were getting a lot of smoke screens and all that stuff. But, look, yesterday was, again, Christmas. We got Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. So that's just, yeah. that's just one point. Our, our running back room is going to be ridiculous. We should, the, you know, the, the biggest two pieces of this team to me, what I've been looking at all preseason and what I watch all season, is the offensive line and defensive line. The game is, yeah. This game is a simple game. If you can control the offenses and defensive lines, you're going to win a lot of football games. The, mm-hmm. the defensive yeah. line looks like fire. Let's come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. they, were, they were dominant last year. And this guy, Will McDonald, I mean, come on. He has rookie of the year, year uh, signed on his forehead. He, he, should, he should make a chain like sauce saying uh, defensive rookie of the year already. But that's, but that's putting the car before the horse. That's putting the car before the horse. But, but this is a team in progress, guys. It, yeah. It's gotten better. Yeah. If you've been watching, if you look at the Hall of Fame game and then watch last week, it's like a total difference. The offensive line is gelling. Let's just hope yeah. that, that it continues to gel. So when we have to face Buffalo game one, we're, we're on it because we better be on it because if not, Vaughn Miller and those boys are going to have a, are going to be having a powwow in our backfield. So I'm, I'm having good feelings about the off, offensive line and, it, and the defensive line should be able to take care of business. And, and this team is a Hold on a second. Hold on okay. a second. Cause I, I want to, I want to touch on this situation. You talked about the offensive line and I love your passion and your fire that sure. you're bringing. Listen, like sure. you said, the offensive line, there's a lot of moving parts to it, right? We've seen a lot Absolutely. of talk. We've seen uh, Billy Turner and Max Mitchell exchanging between left tackle, right tackle. Makai Beckton has been moved around as well. Second team today, he got some work with Aaron Rodgers as the starting right. tackle for a little bit because Max Mitchell went down for a little bit with that back injury. There's a lot of sure. talk about Dwayne Brown coming back. When you look sure. at all these moving parts, I mean, doesn't that concern you a little bit, right? Especially when you look at a guy like Makai Beckton, who I think should be working with the first team. And for some reason, he's been working with the second team quite a bit. I mean, where do you think that he plays into factoring about making this offensive line better? Do you think that Makai Beckton could be the answer for the New York Jets at left tackle? Of course, of course. But, Joe, this is August 15th, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, this, this, is, this is August 15th. Everything will be revealed in time to us. We know our offensive line was in shambles last year. Guys were missing. Guys are not – there's some, some, some bumps and bruises, but nobody is out yet. Everybody's available, you know, hopefully pretty soon. Dwayne Brown will be back. So I can – let's chill and relax on that because it will, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll know the answer to that game one going in. We'll know. We'll understand what our offensive line looks like. This is, this is a puzzle being put together. It's not a – the puzzle ain't complete yet. We haven't seen this yet. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, if, you're, if you're a Jet fan, you have to be feeling very confident about what mm-hmm. our team looks like. In, uh, in, uh, in the division, in the conference, and in the, just the totality of the NFL. The Jets have been the talk mm-hmm. of the football world all offseason. And continue, we will yeah. continue to be as long as we win. It's, 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 yeah. I hate to use the Raiders phrase, but it's, it's just win. And, and just keep on growing. Uh, the Jets schedule is a monster. We understand our first four games, five games are tough. It's going to show something about this team. So I'm just sitting back, 
and enjoying this ride. Is there going to be some turbulence? Of course. I, I, yeah. This team has to hit some adversity. How it responds mm-hmm. to adversity will be a, 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 a sign of how good this team or how hopefully how, how good this team will be. Let us keep it on the positive side. So I, yeah. I'm, I've been a Jet fan. This is, this is as, good as, it has, as good as it gets. Really? <laughs> no, literally. Really. Offensive, defense, and, 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 and special teams. Anybody, mm-hmm. call and tell me who, what, there were some better teams, maybe better teams, mm-hmm. but totality? Mm. Mm. Listen, listen, there's going to be a lot of things, There's going to be a lot of things proven, and I understand a lot of people are saying, hey, everything's good with the offensive line. I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue to be consistent with this. I'm a little concerned due to the fact, again, Everybody's talking about Dwayne Brown and all these things coming off the pup. He's not back yet. And I think another thing, we're talking about the offensive line gelling. You have to have continuity across the front of that line. And we are in a brand-new scheme, Nathaniel Hackett, right? They have to gel. They have to know what's happening. Even Aaron Rodgers himself has been frustrated with the offensive line. And this is a guy that if you do not protect, it's going to be some problems, okay? We've seen the calf injuries. Two of them, the, the pinky toe gets stepped on. There's been some scares. So I'm a little concerned about it. But, again, okay. there's some time to work things out. I'm a little worried. But as we continue forward, my final question for you, Fina, because you brought the heat. We got this upcoming game against Tampa Bay. Give me a player that you're keeping your eyes on that you want to see. Hey, is he going to step up? Is he going to show up and show out? Well, uh, my my guy in um... – this training camp has been Will McDonald. I'm going to continue to watch mm-hmm. him. But also, Israel Vanikan has shown me some stuff. Rucker has shown me yeah. some things. I'm going to be looking at those guys and and uh, looking forward to seeing them do their thing. So I, yeah. I'm excited, Joe. Uh, there's there's yeah. every reason to be excited, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the season, man, big time, big time. Yeah. Listen, Fidam, I am as well. I got to let you go. I got to slide off. I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? All right, you have a good one. Absolutely. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We will get to everybody, okay? Next. We're going to go to my guy, Chris. Chris, we're coming directly to you. Val, Rusty, hold on a second. We'll come to you all in a second. New callers, be patient, okay? Listen, for those of you that do not know, Chris, he's a savage. What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing tonight? How's everybody? Chris, salute and respect, all right? Look, Dalvin Cook Uh, is officially a New York Jet. Okay. Thank you. One year, eight point six million dollars. How are you yep. feeling about this? I've had conversations with feeling... Jet fans okay. that have not been uh, excited. They don't like the money. Give me your thoughts on this, man. I'm over the moon. Aaron Rodgers took Aaron Rodgers took thirty million for a reason, and he's not the only player that we're going to bring in. We're probably going to bring in maybe one, some else, some actually probably some offensive line or receiver help. But this is the thing. You can play Reese Hall and you can play Dalvin Cook at the same time. Dalvin Cook is a great receiver, can line up the slot. You can confuse and, 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 and juke yeah. and junk. And, you know what I'm saying? It, it, you could do it with Michael Carter. You can do a lot. And, and here's the thing, mm-hmm. Jet fans. you got to understand this, okay? Please understand this. One ACL for running back is good. 
two else, two else ACLs in the running back, you got some problems. And and mm-hmm. you don't want to be a, one of those running backs that say he's injury prone because that affects the rest of mm-hmm. your career. So you have to be mm-hmm. careful when you're bringing people out for, for the terms of his career, man. You got to look at the long term mm-hmm. of Reese Hall. You know what I'm saying? If you get two yeah. ACLs in your first two years, you try to get another contract. Yeah, no, and you know what? You bring up a great point, Chris, as far as protecting Brees Hall because we know that he's coming back from that ACL injury. And now with Dalvin Cook in the building, if you were on the Jets, you know, coaching staff, Brees Hall recently came out uh, today and talked about how, hey, he feel like he's going to be ready for week one. Would this be a situation where you have Cook in the building and you look at it and you go, okay, I got Cook, I got Carter, I got uh, Adam Benacanda, I know I got Knight if he's, you know, if they carry that many backs. Let me go ahead and sit Brees Hall down, right, for a couple weeks. Yeah. Make sure everything's smooth and good to go and just ride with those other guys outside of playing Brees. Would that be something that you would do? And if so, how long would you hold him out? I mean, you can hold him out for the, for the, for the first two, two weeks or the first four games. Mm-hmm. Look at Saquon, right? When he tried to regard, regard with his contract, when he got the ECL and he got hurt, it was like, yo, you, you're injury prone. But it affects his long term um, career. And as a runner back, mm-hmm. you got to protect yourself, man. You know, yeah. I, I'm just going to yeah. be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, ACLs that's and stuff. Look at Jonathan Taylor. Look at all these guys who are trying to get extra money. You know, if you're trying mm-hmm. to get money and what you're trying to do is set your, your, yourself up long term, forget the football, forget the Jets, forget, forget this guy is playing football and this is his livelihood. He gets another injury, man. You know, he's going to have a tough time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. the best thing is to be precautious when you when you put these guys on the field, man. Take, you know, ACLs, man, everybody in APAD, man. <laughs> you can't come back, man. Bruh, people, people Everybody's not that. that guy. People you know, do not I mean, want to hear like that. I said, I mean, no, everybody's not AP. Is Michael Carter good? Yes. Is he good enough to turn the road? He, okay, he's good. Better candidate's good. And, and is it yes? Mm-hmm. We have a decent, but now we have a star running back. And the good thing about Dalvin Cook is you can line him up in the slot. He can rotate out mm-hmm. the slot. Look at if you don't believe me, Jeff fans, look at the YouTube highlights. Mm-hmm. Look at him no, dusting cornerbacks and, and linebackers in, in, in the slot. Look at it. You know? Mm-hmm. No, listen, you're talking facts, and it opens up so many different things as well. You can come out in some double back stuff with him and Michael Carter in the yeah. back. You can do a lot of different things. And, again, it just makes, the, it just makes the, the Jets running back rotation even more deadly. We know that this is a system that runs on a Marriott of running backs. We know that. Look at what they're doing at, with the Niners. Look at what they're doing with the Niners. Right. The Niners have a Marriott of guys, Okay. And we know that this right. is kind of a, a West Coasty kind of, you know, Kyle Shanahan-y kind of offense. That's what he does here. That's what right. we do. So they're running with a whole bunch of different guys, and they just throw a bunch of guys at you that produce and get yards. Right. And they're always near the top league in rushing every single year doing that. So right. I, love what it, I love what that brings here. I love what he brings to the system as well. I know that there's a lot of people that tried to talk to me about Dalvin Cook. Oh, we overpaid. And I don't want to hear none of that stuff. I don't. What it does for the Jets running back situation is solid. And, again, even without him, I love the idea of Michael Carter being the guy to get the football, and I think he's still going to get it. And that's where I want to go with you next. Also, as well, Chris, there was a lot of people talking about how, well, the, the you know, bringing in 
Dalvin Cook could really set a rift between, you know, the running back room here and, and, and the Jets and all this stuff. And we heard Brees Hall and Michael Carter come out with very mature, positive responses to the acquisition of, their, of, of uh, Dalvin Cook. Give me your thoughts on the level of maturity that we're seeing out of these two young running backs with Hall and Carter and just how they embraced Cook within the Jets uh, facility now. Look, 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 look. Every, it's all a hands-on deck. Everybody understands this is a year for a championship. If you take yep. $30 million less, right, that's sending a message to the whole team. Hey, it's not about me. It's about the team. It's about winning. Everybody has mm-hmm. to understand that they're going to get their time to shine. 30% of – this is a fact. You know, a lot of a lot of your team, maybe 15 20% of your team goes down to injury. You're going to get your chance to step up. Everybody's saying, oh, these guys, we got too much of a backlog. Well, you know, let's let's talk about that in week nine, week ten, week thirteen. Mm-hmm. If these guys are going to yeah. be a beat down and you're going to need somebody else to step up, let's, this is a long season, 17 weeks of grueling mm-hmm. football. So, you know, yeah, you, yeah you're going to need a fresh body in week, in week 14, 15, maybe to make that playoff push. And maybe Michael Carter mm-hmm. is rested and something can carry us over, you know. So it's a team. Football is the ultimate team sport. The better, more players you got, the better chance you got of winning. And they understand mm-hmm. that. So. Yeah. No, listen, you're talking facts now, Chris. I want to talk to you a little bit about this Panthers game that just recently happened. Give me your thoughts on what you saw out there from the offense. I was very impressed right, by Zach Wilson. Did you feel the uh, same? Yes, I was. I was impressed by him. What I told you before, I think Zach's going to be a good quarterback and a starting quarterback in this league. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. When it, I, I'll give, I'll go to you know you're in Long Beach. I, you know I'm out here in the East Coast. I'm a Nick fan. When 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 mm-hmm. you bring in the offense, something like when they, when Phil Jackson tried to bring in the triangle offense, it didn't work. That offense was not suited for Jack Wilson. This offense is. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's so good for Aaron Rodgers because him and Daniel Thacken resigned it. Designed it. Mm-hmm. They designed the system. And more, the more Zach Wilson, that's why he's comfortable in the system. You see him. I see him almost coming. Wow, Zach's not running around throwing the ball. He knows what Because he's comfortable in the system, and it, and it highlights his attributes and hides his weaknesses. Do you think we can put Lamar Jackson in, 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 in some system? No, he would probably wouldn't do it, do it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, mm-hmm. the quarter the system has to fit the quarterback, okay? And, yeah. and, you know, that's why Trevor Lawrence is doing good because that's just, that system fits him. Yeah. No, yeah, listen, I'll tell you what. I, I think Nathaniel Hackett being brought in and, again, Aaron Rodgers, Tim Boyle, I think that that is doing a world of difference for Zach Wilson. For whatever reason, yeah. Mike LaFleur just couldn't reach him. But, again, the work that Nathaniel Hackett, a lot of people don't talk about this, and I always talk about it, the work that Nathaniel Hacker was able to do in Jacksonville with Blake Bortles, who is That's trash, what I'm right? Yes. That's to show yes. you that this guy can highlight what quarterbacks yes. do well, their strengths, take that and maximize it within his system. And whatever they don't do well, their deficiencies, he can hide those as well because that was one of the best years that Blake Bortles had had in the league yeah. was when Nathaniel Hacker right. was there. And I also, again, think – that Aaron Rodgers, being literally the childhood hero of of Zach Wilson, really did some work as well to really help this guy come along. And he's talked about how mm-hmm. that helped him along as well. All the, the work that Aaron does with him, you know, just all the questions and filling him out within the offense and figuring things out, I think has done a world of good for him. And, I, again, you know, Zach is in a great spot, a wonderful spot to, yep. you know, really – 
really re- resurrect his career here with the New York Jets. And I know a lot of Jets fans want to throw him away. I didn't want to be like that. But my next no. question for you, man, this Jets defensive front was phenomenal. I'm talking about phenomenal. Okay. Give me your yes. thoughts on this quickly, man, about we have how the best defense in the NFL. it was. We, we have the best defense in the NFL. Do you want to hear that from me? Oh, wow. We have the best defense uh, I, in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Chris talking that talk. Chris talking that right? talk. Continue on, man. And the story. And the story. And, oh. I'm, and I'm really excited. You look at this team. You look at the pass rushers. We got young. We got, we got guys in the middle. We got guys. We have the best defense in the NFL. Okay, so yeah. if you wanted to talk about why the Jets offensive line is struggling to practice and you want to talk about all these guys, we have the best defense in the NFL. Okay, so everybody's mm-hmm. like, well, what about Sox is, is, is all pro. DJ Reed's are all pro. Jermaine Johnson is about to run. Quinn Williams the best defensive player in the thing. We got a healthy – come on. We are yeah. we are going we got Bryce Huff, we got a, a, a excited rookie, we got pass rushers coming in like we got Quinn we got I mean we got players now. We got a run stuff. Yeah. We got guys that can drum mm-hmm. up the middle. On third down, man, you better hold your horses. And I'm, and that reminds <laughs> me what you know what I mean, you better hold on, man. On third down when they coming for you, yeah. you better hold on, man. Because that's yeah. because I mean even 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 I I say the one thing Rex was missing is is that pass rusher Rex was missing mm-hmm. that guy we have those guys now yeah. Jermaine Johnson is about to emerge man did you see mm-hmm. they shut out a team they they shut yeah. out a team did y'all see that you know yeah. I mean anyway, I'm not worried about the Jets offensive line having struggles in practice man because the defense is that good mm. we got C J Mosley. Okay. So it's not okay. a fan, it's not fan talk. This is not a this yeah. rah rah Jets talk. This is absolutely yeah. we were the fourth best defensive last year. Did we get better? That's a fact. Yeah, we got <laughs> we, we <Yeah>. got better. <laughs> yes, we did. We did. I, you know, yeah. again, I, I I know people hated the. I remember Jets fans. I was live. They hated the pick of Will McDonald. Many of them, and no, um, I wasn't a I guy didn't. that had him pegged to come here. I told you I wasn't a guy that... I called you the line. Yeah. I called you. I called yeah. you that night, and I said the Jets were not mm-hmm. taking the offensive. You said they have to take an offensive lineman. I said no. Yeah. I said they were going to. Well, they were going to take my guy. They were going to take B. John Robinson. If you know what I'm saying, Chris, that's, what, that's what the rumor was. Chris, and I told you they were going to take Roderick, B. John Robinson. If yeah. Broderick Jones Roderick was Jones, there, they would have drafted Broderick Jones. Come on, Chris. I, I, Come listen, on, Chris. A Roger Jones. Listen. Keep it real. Roger Jones is a project. Keep it real, Chris. I understand what you're saying, but Roger Jones. Listen, this offensive line wouldn't be just as good with Roger Jones. Roger Jones is a project, man. I mean, like I said, okay. So let okay. me give you an example, okay? Real, real quick, real quick. Quickly, Icky give me your example, quickly. Icky Aquano. Icky Aquano last week got dusted, right? He played. He played in that game, right? He got dusted. Okay. And Ikki Aquano okay. was way better than Brock. Wait a minute. He played in that game. And Ikki Aquano got dusted last week by the Jets defense. You know, backups. So, okay. I mean, Ikki Aquano was a top five, was a top six pick. And he played. Okay. Okay. So I'm that just saying it's like, what, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, everybody what does that have to do with Broderick Jones line, he like, could be in the league? But I'm just saying, this year, maybe two years down the line, Ike Aquano was was a was a top six pick. 
and our defenses okay. ran him over last week. So okay. that's all I gotta say. You know, I mean, well, real I mean, quick for the look, Jets fans. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll 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 disagree. Real quick. We'll agree to disagree there because real, real quick, real quick, you know, offensive line's gonna be fine. That's it. That's it. Okay. So thank and, you, Joe, for you everything. Thank yeah, you. the offensive line's gonna be quick. <laughs> All right. Thank you again for calling in, Chris. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. All right. I don't know what the hell Chris was talking about when he ended that. I don't know. Everything was going well, and then it just. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? (laughs) I don't know. I love talking to Chris. I don't know what he was saying. I don't. Just because a guy was picked before another guy that. He's expected to be better. Uh, Lamar Jackson was picked at the bottom of the first round. Sam Darnold was picked at the top of the first round. And Lamar Jackson better than Sam Darnold to this point. And I love Sam Darnold. But he didn't work out here. He went to the Panthers. He's not with the Panthers anymore. Went to – now he's with uh, San Francisco. And San Francisco's loved him forever. You know, maybe he turns it around. I don't know. But uh, that boy Lamar Jackson is on fire. He's on fire. All right. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell went on. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking live callers. Okay. Next, we're gonna have my guy Val. Rusty will come to you next. Please be ready because I cannot wait to talk to Rusty. New callers as well. Be patient. We will get to you. All right. Val, salute. I want to thank you for calling in before we even let Val get going, man, because we already know the type of fire he brings. Val, he's a savage. Val, salutes, man. Dalvin Cook is officially a New York Jet signed with us, man. How are you feeling about it? Man, 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 man. Woo! Man, listen. Listen, Jets fans, we deserve this. Forget about the money. Mm-hmm. Forget about the cap. Yes, I understand certain people, you know, they're not happy about the cap. But listen, mm-hmm. we are trying to go to the Super Bowl. We are not trying mm-hmm. to, you know, hope this person is going to show up. We for sure have some ball players. Yes, the offensive mm-hmm. line is a question mark and stuff like that. And we, we might touch on this and stuff, but – Listen, we've been through the Adam Gates era. We've been through the Todd Bowles era. We, I mean, it wasn't too bad, but it was bad at the same time. But we got a lot of blowouts. We've been through a lot, Jets fans. Yeah. We finally turned the New York Jets into a free agent, a free agent of destinations for free agents to mm-hmm. come. We finally made mm-hmm. it. We made it to this point. We are actually yeah. trying to win and try to get to the Super Bowl. We're not messing around. We're not uh, – we're going to wait for this quarterback to get it straight for four years and then we're, we're, we're um, going to go to another quarterback in the draft. No, we are actually trying to make a move and we're actually doing it correctly. We have a foundation. We have young talent mixed with good veterans, and we just picked up the best free agent in the in the free agency market, man, this is this is amazing. Mm. Just like one of the callers said, this is like Christmas in August because I'm loving. Mm. It. I, I looked at my <laughs> phone. It was around six o'clock. It was around six, around uh, close uh. to seven o'clock Eastern time. 
I looked at my uh-huh. phone. I was like, wow, we really are going to make this move, man. We're really going to try to push to the Super Bowl. I, I just felt relief because, man, I watched so much bad football. You heard, if you could just go back to all the new callers, go back to the after games, the therapy sessions that we have. Oh, We've been through Lord. a lot. We yeah. deserve this. <laughs> and if you want to you want to take one in particular, look at the, the, the New England Patriots game. And best oh, believe man. you're going to hear a lot. You're going to hear a yeah. lot of frustration, <laughs> anger, and now you hear our, our, our voices. It's like the clouds, like how we got Robert Sala. It, the clouds mm-hmm. are starting to come, clouds are starting to clear up, but now, oh, man. Yeah. It's just, it's just a, a bright, open sky like it's the summertime, man. I'm, I'm loving it, man. I'm enjoying it. And mm-hmm. listen, we got to enjoy this, man. Got to enjoy this. No. Listen, you t- you're you talking facts right now. Think, I mean, you know, we went through a lot, and everybody knows. <laughs> I was live through all those times. Woo! There was some some shows where uh, <laughs> it was rough. Okay, oh, a lot man. Of anger. But now, now it is different times, and it's so exciting to watch this team turn things around. It's crazy because NYJSFL salutes and respect to him, says we're the people who wanted J.D. fired. I remember that time that people wanted Joe Douglas gone and out of here because of the work that he was doing to turn the, teams or, to turn the team around. And now look at how we're set up, and it's amazing to watch. We're, we have a Hall of Fame quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers, coming to the building to give back $35 million, uh, to continue to go forward and help the New York Jets uh, you know, continue to build around him. And now we're attracting free agents. Uh, we've been doing that since Joe Douglas got here, but now we're getting guys like uh, Dalvin Cook in the building as well. I mean, this is phenomenal to talk about. But as we talk about Dalvin Cook and us acquiring him, Val, I want to get your thoughts on this. If you were the Jets on the Jets staff, let's say if you were Robert Sella, you got Dalvin Cook in the building now, you got Carter, you got Knight, you got, you know, Izzy as well on the roster. Does this change how you would handle Brees Hall? Would you sit Brees Hall down for a couple of weeks going into the season just to assure that his knee is ready and that he's ready to carry the load for the New York Jets? Would the acquire would would, would Dalvin Cook be acquired change what you're doing with, with Brees Hall? Give me your thoughts on that if you were part of the staff. How would you handle it? Bingo, you just said it. Bringing Dalvin Cook just made us not rush Brees Hall and make him carry the load. We have a one-two punch. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, Mark, Mark, um, Mike Carter, he's actually playing really good. He's looking a lot more healthier. He's looking like more like his rookie season, to be honest with you, because he did really good in that game, even though, you know, it wasn't the, the starters of the defense and stuff. But, hey, you showed up and you showed out, and he definitely did good. But now we don't have to rush Brees Hall back. He could take a couple of weeks back. He could – um ease him back into the game. We don't have to make him carry the load. And also, um, I will also say, man, now now we have the one-two punch with Dalvin Cook and Michael Carter. And I, I'm going I'm to just put it just like that, man. We we definitely did a good job yeah. with that. No, yeah. It's going to be phenomenal. Oh, and, I thought oh, Michael yeah. Carter. Go ahead. Oh, and um, you were talking about the roster situation. Bam looked like he might be out. Uh, it, it sucks that, that it will happen. Sometimes sacrifices mm-hmm. got to happen for the better, okay. and I think he might be out. He didn't have too much of a hot game against the Panthers, but listen, it, it was only two games in. I can't really judge him off of that, but I could judge him off of the, the mm-hmm. games that he had previous. Last year, he was really doing a good job. 
So wherever he goes yeah. or if he does stay, stick around in the practice squad or anything, which I understand mm-hmm. if he won't because he's very good and he has a lot of talent and he's not trying to waste his years. But, hey, mm-hmm. I, I, much respect to him. But, listen, this is all about depth. We have depth, yeah. and our depth is looking very deep, and that's what I love. Our depth is yeah. looking very deep. But, yeah, I, I don't want to take too much time because I want to get to everything. That you, every question yeah, listen, you ask. No, listen, <laughs> you're speaking some facts right there, and it's going to be very interesting to see what the Jets do roster-wise. Again, with Brees Hall still being in that situation where – what do they want to do with him and his knee? Is there, you know, is he a guy that they'll look to maybe sit down for the first four, maybe five weeks of the season and just allow him to heal up fully and make sure that his body is truly ready to go? It's going to be interesting to see what the Jets do, and that, that's going to play into how many running backs they keep as well. So we might see Knight still on the roster going into the season. They might carry, you know, Carter. Uh, they might carry all of them. They might carry Brees, you know, Carter. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Knight, and Izzy going into the season, maybe sit Brees down for a couple of weeks. It's going to be very interesting to see how they handle that situation. Now, I want to talk to you about this Panthers game, man. You started to touch on it a bit. I was impressed by Zach Wilson, some of the things that he did on the on the offensive side of the ball. Give me some of the guys on the offensive side of the ball that you were excited about as well. Man, listen, like I said, I'm I'm not I'm a tough critic when it comes to if you if people are saying you're the franchise player and you're the, you're the next upcoming person, I'm going to judge you on everything. Uh, I'm going to be very fair with it. And he actually did a good job. He did okay. He definitely did a decent job. No, I'm not the biggest Zach Wilson fan, but listen, I, I'm going to give him his credit. He definitely did a good job. It was a little, you know, rusty in, a little, in the beginning, but then as stuff started flowing, his footwork looked a lot more better. I seen him doing the checkdowns. The passes, the checkdown passes, he got it down clean. He's not throwing over the head of um, tight ends. He's not throwing it over the head and stuff. He's actually throwing it accurately. He did get a little um, flashy with the, you know, the touchdown pass. I was kind of shocked about that. I was like, well, hold on. I understand you was practicing the no look, you know, with the Aaron Rodgers <laughs> situation. Don't get too carried away. But, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. <laughs> don't don't get too carried. You're not Aaron Rodgers now, but hey, you, you're getting taught by somebody that that's actually good. But hey, he's doing, uh-huh. he's doing a good job, and he did not turn over the ball, which is what we wanted to see. And you know, we did mm-hmm. hear some ruffles that he did turn over the ball in practice and stuff. And we mm-hmm. might see that on hard knocks that he he did struggle in practice, but hey, in the game, he looked very good. I can't complain mm-hmm. about it. Uh, and, yeah. and there's more steps. I want to see more. I definitely want to see more. Yeah. And anybody else in the offensive? Um, I would also say he he didn't pass it to the wide receivers too much, but I would say Michael Carter. He definitely showed up. He definitely showed out. Like I said, spinning mm-hmm. and and getting to open cuts and stuff, and and definitely doing mm-hmm. a good job. And um, yeah, and, that, and that's about it. Yeah. What about the defensive side of the ball, man? Were you impressed oh, with how God. our pass rush was just able to maul them? Give me your thoughts on that quickly, man. Oh my God! Whew. I I felt Ooh, bad for Bryce Young a little bit, man. I, I definitely <laughs> felt bad for him a little bit because whoa, is Will McDonald yeah. a rookie or what? Because this man yeah. was looking like, like I said, man is looking like the White Freeman. 
Because, man, yeah. this man is with the, the wife spin, yeah. spinning off. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's spinning off of um, players, spinning off the offensive line. You got Jermaine Johnson. He's pushing people back, looking like he, he yeah. definitely had a good off season because he put on a lot of muscles. He's, he's out there just pushing the big guys, man. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. he's manhandling. Gave um, Bryce Hall that that um a little tackle, you know. Welcome to the mm-hmm. um the league situation in the preseason. Yep. Man, it, it was yep. just like, and that, and I was shocked. I didn't know that was the offensive. That was their offensive um, you know, offensive line and their starting offensive yeah. line. So that I, was their starters, I was really yeah. shocked about that. Man, yeah. we was just busted. I, no. I feel bad for the Panthers. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it was going yeah, crazy. So they was going they, crazy they, now. Yeah. Now, Val, listen, man, yeah, go ahead. you know, there's a lot of things we got coming up, right? Uh, a lot of talk about, again, the Bucks coming up next. We got this game. Give me a player. Give me one player on the offensive side, one player on the defensive side. And my final question to you, give me one guy from each side of the ball that you're going to be keeping your eyes on. You want to see if he shows up and so, shows out. Mm, I would love to say uh, I'm going to go with Makai back then. Even though I'm gonna say Zach Wilson as well too, those are two players. I know okay. uh, I definitely went against it. Defense, I, I want to see Jermaine Johnson again. I want to see him if he's a little bit more consistent with that type of play as well too. Because well, we already mm-hmm. know we're gonna see with Will McDonald. He's he already showed mm-hmm. it two times in a row. And um, yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's about it, man. That's about it. Okay. But I do have to address okay. something real quick before I go. Cause go I, ahead, I, quickly, I we, quickly. No, before we, I let you go, go ahead. Okay, okay, for sure. And yes, man. Um, I just want to say, even though last year the defense it wasn't that good at all. Even though you know we we recruited Aaron Rodgers and we recruited um um Alan Lazard and we, we recruited Robert um Rob Cobb and stuff. Man, I'm just like man. I, even though this defense wasn't that good, I I think we we have potential this year, man. You know, it, it was kind of wild, man. We, we, we Val. <laughs> Val is such a troll, bro. He is such a damn troll. Okay? Like, yeah. bro, come on. He's smoking crack. Get, get Val a smoking crack. Stop. He is such a troll, bro. You Even though we was ranked troll, fourth Val. in the league, man. Oh. Even though we was ranked fourth in the league, man. Listen, such we still have some, some issues, man. You know, <laughs> we had an all pro. We had a rookie that went to the first, first um, first all pro and everything, man. First team all yeah. pro, and then we had C.J. Mosley, top one hundred. Oh man, man, this defense is. We got to struggle with this defense, man. It's oh, looking a little, you know. Yeah, Val, man, Joe. Yeah, Val, Val, listen. I want to thank Val for calling in. Thank you, Val. The master troll. Oh, man. Thank you, one, Val. Man. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? For sure, man. <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> you have a good one. Listen, Val calling in trolling, man. You know, I don't know what that guy earlier was saying. The Jets defense was terrible last year. I don't know. All right. I listen to everybody, everybody's perspective. I'll disagree with you, you know. The Jets were fourth overall last year. I don't know what the caller earlier was talking about. Then Val calls in trolling. <laughs> Always a good time. I want to get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Salute all the savages in the chat. NYJetsFL says, Joe, live streaming on 9-11. 
I will, uh, I'll let you guys know, okay? That's in the works, but I got to make sure, uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, we do do live games. We do do. I got to stop saying that. Somebody, I know somebody's going to clip that. <laughs> I have done, okay, live uh, streaming, uh, you know, just interacting with everybody and live game reactions. We have a lot of fun doing that. Um, but that's in the works. I'll let you guys know for sure, though, uh, if I'm going to be able to watch the, the season opener with y'all. Uh, but hopefully I will. We're going to have a blast. Again, Savages, keep putting your thoughts in the chat. Please, uh, you know, keep going back and forth with me. Salutes to everybody, okay? Dakota says, Michael, this year is a top five to ten defense without a doubt. Listen, the Jets' defense is going to be phenomenal this upcoming season. We have pass rush, okay? So we're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers again. When you call in, please be patient. Next, we're going to go to 609. Rusty, we will come to you next. 609, we're coming directly to you. All right, 609, you're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, tell me where you're from, and give me your thoughts on the New York Jets signing Dalvin Cook. Six zero nine. Going one. Going twice. Six zero nine. All right. Next, we're gonna go to Rusty. Rusty, we're coming directly to you. Okay. Listen, for those of you that do not know, Rusty, he's a savage. Listen, Rusty. Who's Joe and fellow savages? Man, I want to thank you for calling in. Listen here, all right? <laughs> a lot of things moving and shaking around here. Dalvin Cook, okay, is now a New York Jet. He is signed with us. How are you feeling about this situation, man? Did John Wick say no to another weapon? Like, it's <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, it's... <laughs> I mean, it's I it, we you know we were we were talking about you know because that's a crazy thing in a way uh-huh. you know we didn't need quote unquote but you know it's really good to have because I honestly mm-hmm. I, I don't want Brees playing until week eight until after the bye yeah you know yeah. that's he his, with his injury he'd be they're saying what he's coming back in ten months no way man. There's only one yeah. Adrian Peterson, and that that's 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 like one in a hundred years type of thing. He's like younger. I keep telling like people Peterson, that Peterson, you know, it doesn't happen. Yeah, no, listen, it's Rusty. Yeah, Rusty, you are talking facts, brother. Like I keep telling people every time that I talk about how, hey, you know, let's let's relax with you know pushing Brees back. Again, he's talked about he knows he feel like he's going to be ready week one. I think that's wonderful, but there's only one AP dog. There's only one. Yeah. Like, let's make sure yeah. that he's good to go because when Brees was fully healthy, <clears throat> he looked like a back that we could have for years, and he looked like a back that was ready to be the offensive, you know, rookie of the year and a guy that we were going to be able to literally hand the load to for years to come. Like, he was literally oh, carrying sure. the best offense. This is not a lie. This is not, I'm not making this up. Nah. He was literally carrying the best offense. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. It was back. him and AV. Yeah. Back. 
It was them too. So young talent like that, you don't want to – and, again, sometimes you have to save them from themselves, right? We know that as well. Yeah. You don't want to – Yeah. You know, of course, they always want to run, but it's like you got to slow some of that stuff down and make sure that he's ready to go before you put him out there on that field to possibly either, you know, uh, cause some inflammation in the issue, make it worse, or, you know, put him in a situation where he could actually end up re-injuring it and, you know – put in a really worse situation than what it already is. So you were talking about seeing him down to like week seven or week eight. Is that what you would actually do if you were part of the Jets coaching staff? Absolutely. That's what I would want to do. That's what I hope they do, you know, and it would make sense if we, I mean, I mean, it would make sense to me. That's why we got uh, Cook because, you know, you don't want to mortgage five years you know, on four, you know, six weeks type of deals or seven, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, yeah I, I mean, Rodgers gave us $35 million basically, you know? All right, cool. Mm-hmm. I'll eight million of it. And that including bonuses and everything else, whatever they worked out in the contract. All mm-hmm. right. Sign me up. That's yeah. so, you know, we're, we're still left over yeah. with a hefty chunk of change. And I think we're going to get an offensive lineman. I really do. I, okay. I think we're going to get, like, you know, a reserve chamber. I'm glad that uh, Martin got signed with Dallas because I knew Jerry wasn't going to do that, man. No way. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no about, way. Yeah. yeah. Jerry's, I, yeah, I about that Jerry well. doesn't I want it. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting, but Zach Martin, I, I, there was no way in my mind that I think he wasn't going to have a star on his helmet at the end of the day, especially with what he means to that line there in Dallas. I mean, he is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Talk about as a guy that could, that could be a Hall of Famer. Like, of course, I watch the Cowboys. <laughs> Bruh, that guy don't play no games. <laughs> he get his no, hands he on you, it's over. It's over, baby. All yeah, right? it is. Now, if we continue, we continue to talk about this, <laughs> you, t- you talked a little bit about, you know, the running back situation. I was very impressed with Michael Carter against the Panthers, what he was able to do. A lot of Jets uh, fans, you know, in the fandom at one point wanted us to trade him. But uh, he's looked phenomenal. Give me your thoughts about what you think he's going to be able to bring and provide to the New York Jets offense as we continue forward. I mean, he might be one of those things to where it, it's we're, we're focusing on with him and Cook, and then when Brees comes back, he might be trade bait, man. I don't know. I I, I, I still don't, I don't know, know about because that. we still. But go ahead. You know, I, I I'll have five running backs. I'm cool with that, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out because that's a lot. That's a lot of guys don't to have, you, think, you know. Yeah, don't you think? Don't honestly, don't you think that we'll be looking at this situation? I personally believe that they may carry uh, four and maybe sit Brees down for a couple of years, may, or a couple of years, excuse me, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe put him on a situation, maybe a pup situation or something like that. Uh, you know, when the season starts, sitting down for a couple of weeks, and they may carry the four going in. But I honestly believe that the guy that probably is going to be gone uh, when Brees is coming back and ready to go, if they don't carry five, I think the guy that's probably going to be gone is Knight, to be completely honest. Yeah, I, was, and it's I because thought you were going to say Bam, too. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you look at Izzy, they just drafted him, and he's showing some real yep. promise. I think Carter Dude, is he the really guy, is. really, that, yeah, if, if Dalvin Cook hadn't been signed, I personally believe, and we've seen it, I think Carter would have been the guy that's the starter, and we've seen that he's good, uh, right? We've seen him. We saw it against the Panthers. He was solid. I think he probably he gets would have been hurt. the starter. 
Well, I mean, he got know, mad with Robinson Rusty, and everything changed. You're right, Rusty. Just, this is Rusty. He's talked about that, though. He's talked about how he's matured, and he was very emotional last season because he loves football. And, yes, look, I understand that Jets fans were upset with him, especially when Elijah Moore was going out the door. He was unfollowing people and going crazy on social media. I saw it. Okay, I'm a Michael Carter fan. I know. But at the same yeah. time, he's a guy that's matured. And even when people were saying that he would have a problem with Dalvin Cook coming into the building, he killed Boss that today. He said, listen, <laughs> this is a different – basically, this is a different time, different day. I'm mature. If I wasn't mature, I wouldn't be standing up here talking to you all about it. But I'm ready to talk to you all about it, be honest, and I'm excited going forward. Even Brees came out and talked about how, hey, he's another guy being added to this running back room. We're going to compete, we're going to push each other, and we're going to get better. I mean, give me your thoughts, Rusty. Yeah, I don't think Brees is intimidated, though. You know, like, because, I don't know, Brees got power and speed. Nothing against, you know, Carter. He's got, he doesn't have that power. Everything else he has, he mm-hmm. just doesn't have that, you know. I mean, he, and he's not, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not no discredit to him. He's just, he's not Maurice Jones Drew in that body. You know what I mean? Like, that guy was a bowling I mean, ball. I- and listen, I watched Michael Carter yesterday. I watched well yesterday. I watched Michael Carter against the Panthers, and even Michael Carter before he was breaking tackles. Michael Carter was bouncing off. Of no, no, no. Well, Michael, I, I hear you listen, on that. Carter it's gets the ball, just go on. It's a wrap. Go ahead. Yeah, well, it, it's more of a like the goal line, and when they stack the line, you know what I mean. He never falls forward. It's always him getting peeled back. It seems like Izzy well, always I'm, leans forward, gets a yard or two. Same thing with Abracad. Well, I just said Abracadabra. Same thing with Bam. Same thing with Breeze. Same thing with Cook. I don't know. That's not only not, but well, he, you know, like Warren Dunn didn't real fall forward all the time, but Warren Dunn was freaking mm-hmm. amazing. You know, nothing against him. It's just I mean, it is what it is. I tell you what, my, I'm telling you, Michael Carter, I think is gonna is gonna shake a lot of things up this upcoming season. And I'm telling y'all, in the passing game. In the past, oh, yeah. Michael Carter is going to be a nightmare. Now, as we move on from that situation, because you brought some interesting perspective there, give me your thoughts uh, about our what Super Bowl we saw rings are greater than his feelings. <laughs> Just tell <laughs> you. Your thoughts about what we saw from the Jets against the Panthers offensively. How impressed were you by Zach Wilson? Oh, I was happy with Zach. I mean, I can see the progression, you know, through it all. I'm happy he's starting to look mm-hmm. like. He did when he should have when he was coming out of BYU, if that makes sense. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, he could hit a screen. That's incredible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, BYU yeah. was known for, you know, their offensive linemen, not their wide receivers. All those dudes were tiny. You know? And he was hitting mm-hmm. them with darts all the time. So, yeah. I mean, it definitely – I think it's in his head. And I'm just glad mm-hmm. that, you know, Hackett's in his head now with Rodgers, man. I mean, it's, yeah. well, it's pretty cool. It, it that Aaron Rodgers is absolutely rubbing off on him, but I tell you what, not I mean offensively, I, I'm just excited that Zach was playing with so much confidence offensively. The confidence oh, yeah. he was just exuding he, from him, and that's what I think he is wasn't very thinking. He was playing to be able to take the next step. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. he wasn't thinking. He was just playing, and I think that that's going to yeah. be big going forward. But I'll tell you what, Rusty, what else was extremely impressive was the Jets' pass rush against the Panthers. Man, my final question: <laughs> is, Give me your thoughts on what you saw out of that. I mean, Jermaine Johnson, Will McDonald, uh, goodness gracious, Huff, they were just going crazy. Give me your thoughts about what you saw from that. Dude, Salah and the coaching staff are lucky to get out of Carolina without catching a charge. That was 
<laughs> like, <laughs> you know, if he played Clemens, they definitely would have. Like, damn, man, it was it, it was good. I don't. Did they even pass the fifty? Like, if they did, I don't think they they passed like two hour forty, man. It was, man, it was. It, and they were rough, like for you know, we were hearing that we were getting ha- manhandled in the training camp or mm-hmm. whatever the practice thing, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's like, let the bodies hit the floor. It's like, hey, what's up, man? Remember us? Mm-hmm. Good. I, it's, <laughs> it's good. Needed that. We do. We yeah. actually set like an NFL record by accident. It's weird. It's uh, yeah. the the biggest playoff, uh, uh, the preseason shutout in NFL. History. I don't even know they kept those kind of records, but it's funny. Preseason. Yeah, it's crazy. So before I let you go, before I let you go, Rusty, give me a guy on offense and on defense you'll be keeping your eyes on against the upcoming game against the Bucks. Hmm. Well, I gotta. I I don't know. I gotta keep looking at my guy, Trey Dean the third. You know, at at safety. I'm. I'm. I'm happy we scooped him. He's. He's killing it. He's being that. uh, you know, silent guy that's sticking around and just doing him. You know, he's on the field making tackles. You don't hear his name because, <laughs> knock on wood, you mm-hmm. know, it's in a good way. Um, yeah. And as far as the O, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'd like to, you know, I, I'm liking our Tipman train. I hate McGovern, man. So, oh. you know, like, come on, come on, Tip, you know, get okay. get in there. You know, listen, that's, listen. That's, okay. I, I, oof. I like More the merrier, and of like course that. Beckton. Love the, love the. Yeah, Beckton. of course uh, Beckton, of course. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, Tipton oh, yeah. those first team snaps. So I like those guys. Listen, Rusty, I got to slide off. I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, you always give us some good takes. Hey, absolutely, it's an absolute pleasure, Joe. Salute to you, salute to fellow savages. Let's go Jets. Absolutely. Rusty always with a good call. We'll continue with the lines in a second. 609, when I come back, I'll be coming to you. Okay, so please be prepared and ready. Listen, I got to go to the savages, all right? I'm one man. I come to the chat when they're asking questions or when they're making statements, and I want to hear it, all right? Listen, Sean Bennett says, what offensive lineman would be available at this point that would be better than Makai Beckton or Max Mitchell? That's a very interesting question. All right, there's some guys that a lot of people are talking about, but are they available? I remember we spoke about Max, or we spoke about Zach Martin, excuse me. You know, there was a lot of, lot of discussion from different Jets fans. Uh, we had a discussion here on the channel where we were talking about Zach Martin, and everybody was trying to, hey, let's make a trade, let's make a move, let's make all this. And there was a lot of talk about him possibly being available, but we know he really wasn't because the Cowboys quickly inked that deal and said, oh, we're not letting you go anywhere. There's a lot of guys' names swirling around out there, but, you know, We'll see what happens, man. But I don't know at this point who really is better than what we have. There, to me, there's no guys. It's the last guy that I really remember that was out there, out there, that we knew for a fact was going to be gone, like we knew for a fact the team was trying to move him and he was never going to play like that, was Trent Williams. <laughs> That's the last guy I really remember where it was like he told uh, that team in Washington, I will never play for you again, ever. He told them that, and he made it very public. And uh, he stuck to his word, and now we see him with San Francisco, and he's amazing, okay? He was also a guy that I wanted to see the New York Jets trade for. I remember I talked about that multiple times. Um, I talked about getting rid of uh, Jamal Adams and trying to find some way to take the, the, uh, the capital from an Adams trade and grab Trent Williams when, you know, there's a lot of people that were against that. But I'll tell you what, you know, 
The search for offensive linemen and how to make the New York Jets better is going to be very interesting. There's a lot of names, a lot of guys that are being brought in, but how much more do they really improve the Jets' offensive line? That's a big question. GVH in the chat as well. Savage, good to see you in as well. I want to thank John Bennett for the question. Salute GVH, Savage as well. Thank you for the question. He says, Joe, you think the Jets are making a mistake just having Becton practice at left tackle? Uh, still worried about right tackle because it can't be Brown or or Max. <laughs> it's a turnstile. <laughs> um, listen, at this point, right, Becton is – he's been moved, right, moved around. We've seen him at right tackle. Uh, we've seen him, you know, be moved to left tackle as well recently, again, because of Max Mitchell and that back stuff. So we'll see what happens going forward. I mean, at this point, I think this is the first time that he's worked with the first team in Aaron Rodgers since camp has started. I think they need to put him at left tackle because a lot of the reports coming out, a lot of things we're seeing, that Becton has looked like the best tackle for the last two weeks. He's looked head and shoulders over everybody else. He's been better than Turner. He's been better than Mitchell, right? Uh, So we'll see what happens going forward, man. I'm hoping to see Makai be able to dig in and take that left tackle position. But, again, with Dwayne Brown still being out, and this is the thing that really throws the the wrench in, in, in my line of thinking. Aaron Rodgers came out recently and talked about how Dwayne Brown is a guy they don't know what their starting five is going to be, but they know they're going to play Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown does not play anything but left tackle. Nothing. He just plays left tackle. That's it. He's never played right tackle in the league, not in the NFL, none of that stuff. So this guy's going to miss a lot of time. I mean, he's missed a lot of time already, right, as far as camp. Who knows when he's going to come back and get off the pup? Well, when he comes back, can you really stick him at right tackle? He'd have to learn right tackle, which Billy Turner has told us is tough because you really have to mentally focus on your technique and all that stuff because everything is different. So now he's playing right tackle for the first time ever in his career in the NFL. Then he's learning a new scheme as well, right? Nathaniel Hackett, there's not Mike LaFleur, that's gone. Now you're dealing with Nathaniel Hackett and what you're dealing with him within his scheme and all the, you know, the, the verbiage and all the things you have to know. And then you also have to learn how to gel with the offensive lineman next to you because that's what makes the offensive line such a group, such a group that you know, really has to commit to each other. That's why they're so tight. You have to know what the man next to you is going to do. If you have an offensive line that is all over the place, and they, bro, they're never going to be able to block correctly. They have to move as a unit. I'm telling you. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens going forward. But in my mind, Makai Beckton should be the left tackle. Will that happen? We'll see. It's going to be interesting, especially, again, with us waiting for Dwayne Brown to come back. So, But, again, savages in the chat keep throwing those questions. Salutes and respect. GVH, Sean Bennett, all of y'all. All right? We're going to continue to go forward. And salute to King Lowski. I see you in the building. He says, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 baby. That's what I'm talking about, okay? That's what I'm talking about over here. That's what I'm talking about. So we're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in next. We're going to 609. We're coming back to 609. Hopefully you're ready. New caller. Give me your name. Give me where you're from. Hey. And give me your thoughts on Dalvin Cook being a New York Jet. Hey, Joe. This is Mike. I'm from uh, Tom's River, New Jersey. Oh, salutes to you, Mike. It's good to... Uh... Good to hear from a you know a Jersey guy. Always good to hear from you. Give me your thoughts, Mike. Oh, well, first off, thank you for calling into the program. It's good to hear from you. 
Give me your thoughts mm-hmm. about Dalvin Cook being a New York Jet, man. How are you feeling? Uh, first, I'm going to give me a shout-out. Uh, I think that your, your channel is very good. I think that uh, you made the right Thank you. decision choice. I think you're, you're going to be great either on, on radio or TV. I think you made the Thank right you. choice. All right, so we'll go to Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook Thank with so Brees Hall, the one-two punch. Imagine Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook and, and Brees Hall in the same backfield split out. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be nasty. I, I, like, if, if the running game ain't working in the beginning, then the, the passing game will set up, will, will set up the, the run game. And vice Absolutely. Versa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, listen, Mike, like, you're, you're bringing some heat straight off the bat. You're talking facts. Listen, those <laughs> – when Brees is ready, when Brees is ready, and I'm, I'm yeah. going to talk to you a little yeah. bit about that as well because I want to get your thoughts. When Brees mm-hmm. is ready – the, the the combinations that we can put out there from that running back situation is going to be nasty. Off the bat, yeah. you're going to yeah. have Carter and Dalvin out there. That's that's that as well. We know Michael Carter in space is unbelievable, but when Brees is fully ready, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. defenses are going to have issues. He can come out the backfield and catch the football as well. It's going to be scary, man. Again, give me, give me your yeah. finish your thoughts on that. And, and they can't stack the, they can't stack the box either, you know, because then then Aaron Rodgers will pick them apart if they stack the box. Absolutely. Now I want to ask you this, right? We're talking about mm-hmm. Brees, and of course we got Dalvin Cook in the building now. If you're the mm-hmm. New York Jets coaching staff, now the fact that we have Dalvin Cook here, does that change the way that you handle Brees? We've been talking about this tonight. We've had a callers call in and say, listen, I want to sit Brees down to a week seven, maybe eight, to make sure that the knee mm-hmm. is ready to go, make sure that he's fully physically ready to go before we really require him to carry the load for the New York Jets. If you were on the Jets coaching staff, how mm-hmm. would you handle Brees now that Dalvin Cook is in the building? Are you sitting him down multiple weeks? Are you giving him carries early in the season? What would you do? I would I would put him on the pup list for a little bit just because of okay. what happened with a – with Barkley, you know, he wasn't the same when mm-hmm. he came back from the ACL. Um, mm-hmm. Brees Hall, special. how long? I think he's. Um, I would give him like six weeks, and then and then just have him uh, be ready for the playoffs and everything. You know, be be in his prime, okay. fresh legs. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Bye. No, go go on. You were saying Brees Brees Hall is is special. You were talking about his ability. Go ahead and finish there. Finish your thoughts. Oh, oof. well, he's he's great out of the backfield. I, I, mm-hmm. He's tough to tackle. He's a home run hitter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Let it press that yeah. knee as long as possible. Because mm-hmm. we have him for, what, four more years? Or what? Oh, we have yeah. four years. Yeah. yeah, we got him for a couple more years. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. phenomenal. And he was looking He was looking unbelievable. He was carrying the Jets' offense before it went down. He was going to be understand. offensive player. Absolutely, offensive rookie of the year for a fact. Yeah, even yeah. even Garrett Wilson yeah. talked about who won that won the award himself. But absolutely, you're talking facts, Mike. Now, my next question for you, Mike: Panthers, Jets. That you know, we just had that recent preseason game. How impressed were mm-hmm. you by Zach Wilson? I actually was impressed because he's actually he was he was calm and he was actually going mm-hmm. through his reads. Mm. But he missed that one. He missed that one screen throw, the wide open screen throw, mm-hmm. that, that yeah. because he didn't have the uh, footwork 
his footwork was, was wrong. He, he actually went back. Yep. But I, Aaron yep. Rodgers and Hack are going to cure him of that. I think it's like the it's like the perfect storm for that. And then Aaron Rodgers retires. I think Zach can step up. It's going to be like what Aaron Rodgers when he was behind uh, Brett Favre. Yeah. No, you're you're talking facts, man. You're talking facts, and we're seeing his confidence grow every single week as well. And that's what I think is extremely important because he looked shot confidence wise last season. And if you ain't got confidence when you get out on there, out yeah. there on the field. Yeah. Boy, you're going to struggle. It doesn't matter what sport you play, yep. honestly, whether it be you're on a field, on the court, in the ring, or whatever you do. If you're not confident when you get out there, boy, you're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> you for sure Espe- lose. Especially okay. in the NFL. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, give me your thoughts on the Jets' offensive line, man. There's a lot of people have concerns about it. Are you mm. concerned about it? A little bit, but I, I think um... – like I'm, I'm a little worried about Beck, Beckton, you know, because okay, he's like okay. about, about his knee, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Let him see what he does with the ones, you know. Give him some more time. Um, mm-hmm. I think once once Dwayne Brown comes back, give him the spot because I don't, I don't okay. trust Beckton. I I really don't. And then if okay. they want to move, okay. if if they want to move AV, AVT out to tackle, okay, then then move McGovern to guard and bring in Tepman in the center. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of talk about moving along the line. I know people are waiting for Dwayne Brown to come back, but there's going to be a lot of things that Dwayne Brown is going to have to catch up on. And when he's coming back is a yeah, big question he, too, because he's, he's still he's, not activated but, off the pub. But he's also already in in the classes already. He already he's learned the language and the playbook and everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he's a tough guy. Like he played last year through the whole soldier injury, the whole the whole year. Yeah, with that shoulder up. injury. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but there's so, still questions about he, him as well. Yeah, there's questions about mm-hmm. him as well, health wise too. You got to wonder, can he stay healthy? Because he missed quite a bit of time last season as well. You know, so there's questions about him. Not too, really, right? but uh, you know, he played. He played. He played it through that sh- whole shoulder injury the whole the whole season. Mm-hmm. He never. He never. Well, he, he was could, on he IR. Quit. Yeah, he was on yeah, IR. Yeah, I think it was like, like, I think it was like year, four weeks or something like that. Yeah, so. It's going to be interesting to see what they do going forward. Now, quickly, Mike, before I let you go, all right, my final mm-hmm. question for you, you've been bringing the heat. Give me a guy on offense and defense you're going to be keeping your eyes on going into this game against the Bucks that you want to see if they're going to show up and show out. Okay. I'll give you the guy on defense that I'm looking at is uh, Zion Barnes, the linebacker. Zion Barnes, yep. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to take over the number three spot in the linebacker spot. Over over uh, mm. Sherwood, I really wow, I really okay. do. Okay, okay. I really really do. Okay. I really do. Um, okay. offense. I like Izzy, and I want to see uh, Rucker uh, advance too. Cause I think he's going to be really good too. Yeah. No. Yeah. Listen, Mike. This has been a great call from you. <clears throat> Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. Oh, definitely. I'll de- I'll definitely be calling back. <laughs> Absolutely. So you have yourself a good one, my friend. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. We are tight on time. I want to let everybody know that, okay? Blog talk be hating on you, boy. <laughs> so we got a couple of minutes, but we're going to rock it through. I see Tommy, Tim will be you as well. So we're going to come to Tommy again, 515-602-9639. Again, we're tight on time. We got a couple minutes left. 
Tommy, salute. I'm going to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know, Tommy is a savage. What up, Joe? Tommy, Tommy, what up? Listen, Dalvin Cook is a New York Jet. How do you feel? Well, you know, I like it. I like the move, of course. He's, you know, Mm -hmm. but I mean, like, like Ezekiel Elliott just came, just came up on, you know, on the TV, going to the Pats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with that, with that in place, I think JD might have panicked a little bit and gave in to the whatever the amount of money extra was for um Dalvin Cook because he even went Dalvin. Going to the you know going to the um, the Dolphins, so I thought I yeah, but I why come up? Yeah, why would he panic? I mean, why would he panic because Ezekiel Elliott went to the uh, went to the Patriots? Ezekiel Elliott was well, talking about wanting to be a Jet. Well, I'm just saying they didn't want him. The the, the, the big time big time running backs were getting signed. The top the top name running backs were getting signed, and right after that, you heard about this. 15 minutes later, you heard about this move. And I was like, wow. You know, I was relieved because Ezekiel is going to pass. So I'm like, oh, man, we're going to, you know, we're going to lose Cook. But, um, that I mean, that was, that was my personal thoughts. I don't know if they were correct, okay. but that's what it was, you know. Okay. And, and look, and, and getting Cook, I mean, it's, it seems a lot mm-hmm. like when Tampa Bay signed Pro Bowl running back um, Leonard Fournette after the Brady mm-hmm. signing. After Brady came in. Everybody came, and this is, how, this is how you win a Super Bowl. So, hey, following the formula, you know? Yeah. JD no, is doing, doing, I, doing I his thing. I, I don't know about – again, Zeke is Zeke is a guy, I, I think, he, again, we've seen him. He He's definitely slowed down quite a bit. And, again, according to reports, Dalvin Cook wanted to be a Jet pretty much from the jump. And, I mean, even when they asked him about this football team, the first thing he started to talk about, listen, Aaron Rodgers is amazing. Uh, yeah. You know, so, but – but you, you know, know man, everybody wants some money. Here. Everybody, yeah, everybody wants some money. Dallas they got to play here and everybody teams and GMs against each other. Yeah, yeah. No, you're talking that talk. Now, my final question for you, Tommy: Give me your thoughts about this upcoming game against the Bucks. What is a guy you're keeping your eyes on on offense and defense? Quickly. Well, listen, hear me out. All eyes mm-hmm. should be on Carter Warren. We we talking so much about this offensive line, and all eyes should okay. be on Carter Warren. Part of Warren's yeah. this year's Max Mitchell. His this year's Max Mitchell, just like you said, we need a Max Mitchell coming out. And Carter Warren mm-hmm. is—he's the reason. He's the reason why we were able to go defense in the first round because we, we all—you know—all the offensive tackles were gone. And this was this mm-hmm. was JD's sleeper pick. This was the sleeper pick. Okay. So he said, oh, "We can we can get we can get you know Carter a little later later on, just like like you also said one time about getting Max Mitchell in the mid rounds." And and mm-hmm. this was coming into fruition. We have to. Everybody has to watch this guy, Carter Warren, because we're gonna definitely need him um, sooner okay. than later. All right. Listen, I, you know. you're ta- yeah. Listen, Tommy, you're talking that talk. I gotta slide off. I got other callers. I want to thank you for calling in. Next, we're gonna go to my guy Tim. Tim, we're coming directly to you again. We're short on time. Keep it in mind, okay, Tim? Listen, that man is a Listen, Tim, quickly, man, give me thoughts. Dalvin Cook is a jet. How are you feeling? I'm fine with it, bro. You know, I told you the other, the other day I was good with it. You know, despite all the BS, we're adding one more guy to a room that we need. We need, we need, actually, we need just a security blanket in. That's pretty much all it is, I think. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, a lot of people were against it. I got on the phone with you the other day, and I said, uh, what was he yeah. originally? Do you remember what he was originally looking for uh, per year by any chance? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember what the reports were. I'd be curious because I know he settled at like eight eight million per year, and I remember I said, uh, yeah. you know, I think I think he's just kind of out there in the ether in the free agency market, and I think he realized he was out there at a bad time because it was right around that time that they were talking about how the running back value was decreasing. So I think we got him at a pretty mm-hmm. decent price for a one year yeah. contract. You, you know, really yeah. talented running back, four mm-hmm. seasons with a thousand yards straight. So mm-hmm. I mean, I you know. If, if somebody has a complaint about that, I would love to hear why. <laughs> Tim, don't you start wrestling, okay? Don't you come over here. Tell me why. Don't you come Please. over here and start your rabble rousing, okay? I'm the I'm the king rabble rouser, all right? We sure mm-hmm. don't find. Don't you come over here and start rabble rousing and causing all these issues and having people calling, yelling, and going crazy, all right? Don't you do that. Yeah, I like to don't stir up all that, the savages okay. so they get on the phone. Yeah, yeah don't, you, don't you even try to do that because they will come in droves. Before I let you go, Tim, give me a guy on offense and a guy on defense quickly that you are going to be keeping your eyes on in the upcoming game against the Bucks. Uh, offense, I'm going to go with Brownlee. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Is. Brownlee, the receiver. Jason Brownlee. Um, Jason Brownlee, the wide yep, receiver. Yep. Yep. Uh, I hear the Jets had their eye on him. I just watched that that new J, uh, One mm-hmm. Jet Drive. Apparently, they were looking at yep. him to draft him, and they just couldn't squeeze him in. So I'm glad that he's in the house. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. that he's learning, and it sounds like he's got a, a, a nice ceiling to him. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. hopefully, he pans out. And then the, on defense, I'm always looking at Michael Clemens. Always. I can't get it okay. off of that dude. I mean, wherever he is okay. on the field, I got to find him and watch him see whoever he's destroying at that current moment. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I got to slide off Tim. Next time I have a show, you all call good. in. I want to hear from you, all right? Well, all right. Listen, we're going to finish up, okay, with Jake quickly. Jake, I literally got like a handful of minutes left, a couple minutes, and we're going to be talking to Jake really quickly about his take. For those of you that do not know, Jake is a savage. <laughs> Dalvin Cook is a New York Jet. Give me your thoughts. Hey, Joe. Uh, Tuesday instead of Friday for a change. Um, yeah. I told you how I felt before. Um, this better be a clause in his contract about any allegations. I'm not letting that go mm-hmm. anytime soon. So, okay. you know, Jet fans, you better, you better remember this. I, I really hope mm-hmm. you're not just proud and happy because we got him at a good deal, which we did. I'm, not, I'm fine mm-hmm. with $8 million, but I don't, I don't need any blowback from this. So this is going to okay. be on Joe no, Douglas. Listen. It is the Yeah, no, listen, I hear you, Jake. Now, before I let you go again, I'm, I'm really short on time. Give me a guy on offense and a guy on defense you keeping your eyes on this upcoming game against the Bucks. Uh Jermaine Johnson and Abakananda again. I want to see if he's really going to take this uh, running back job completely uh, behind uh, Cook if Brees okay. is going to be out in the next six weeks. Oh, and right. Makai Beckton. Perfect. Makai Beckton's not good. Sorry. Sorry, Joe. I'm over it now. He's not good. I've had enough. I want to thank you for calling in. I got to slot off again. We're short on time. Block talk about the hate on me. Listen, I got to close the show out, okay, because they about to shut your boy down. Look, 
I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, okay? Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show, okay? Your boy is also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter. Type in at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter, Okay. Follow me, I'll follow you right back. My personal page is at YoungJ000, again, at YoungJ000, all right? But again, at The Long Beach Joe for the show. Go ahead and follow me, I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me, no issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on it all the time. Damn. I know he's dealing with the ankle injury right now. He's going to come back from that. I'm telling you, Vera Tucker is going to be dominant this year. I don't know what he's going to play. Some people want to move to right tackle, whatever. Okay, that's fine. He can do that. Stand at right guard is what I want to see him do because he is dominant at right guard. But I'm telling you, he's going to destroy people, okay? But that's what we do at USC. We produce players that handle business in that manner. Fight on, all right? So, again, I'll be under that bridge trolling, all right? And as always, people, I'm on YouTube as well. Come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Y'all see they hating. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you'll be in the know. Also, please give the videos a thumbs up and share them across your social media platforms with your friends and your family. And if you want to troll me, get in those comments and troll me. I love going back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person, okay, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? The hugs will call you cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for taking Hey, and I want to thank you folks for taking the times out of your day to call in, interact with the show, talk to me in the, sa- in, the ch- in the chat, all the savages. I want to thank you all for interacting with me any way that you do. I truly appreciate it, all right? Without you folks, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for doing that. I truly appreciate you. So got to close it out. Hopefully everybody watches Hard Knocks. We'll be talking about that on the next show. You folks have a good one. Peace until the next show. <laughs> Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.